AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. All right. We are back with Marvin Wilkerson, our master astrologer. This is like my month, Marv. It's cancer season. Yeah. It's what? It's cancer season. season. Yeah. Well, you don't know yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, I have a friend of mine that has a whole, when he, he has a birthday, he celebrates it the whole month. Oh, maybe that's what I should do. So I, I think that's what you should do. It's a celebration today, then. Yeah. Cheers. Cheersing our coffee right now. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers to the birthday month. Yes, I like this. The birthday month. Well, it is cancer season, like we said. And so the new moon that's happening. Uh, it's, what day is it happening? It's this weekend, right? The 10th? Yep. Okay, so it's happening. At like 1 o'clock in the morning. 1 o'clock. So while we're sleeping. Literally on my, wait, 1 o'clock in the morning on the 10th. Okay. So the day yeah. before my birthday. I don't know what that means, but it just feels like it's going to be like a whole new awakening, a new opening. Well, so you need to be, you need to come get a, a birthday reading. Ooh, I didn't know you did birthday readings. Oh, come on, please. <laughs> I do thing and everything. Of course, obviously. <laughs> um, well, so let's talk through, it's a Cancer New Moon, and you've been sending me all these little tidbits, and what I said to you this morning was that little note that you sent, that you broke it down even further, nothing sums me up more. So there's a lot happening that I think any Cancers listening will relate to specifically, but the New Moon affects everybody, right? It's a certain Cancer energy that's coming in that every, oh, yeah. can affect everyone. I mean, you know, this is uh, summer. Okay. Every, everybody experiences that. Everybody experiences every new moon at some section of their life. Yeah. Just like every other sign. So, um, the, but in cancer is, is really, really important. Okay. Um, you know, uh, most people see cancers as emotional, and uh, wear their emotions on their shoulder. Just knock it off. Go ahead, knock it off, and then they go cry. Right. <laughs> so, but emo- but cancer uh, is a very, very spiritual sign, and we're going to talk um, extensively about that because we have to understand why we are emotional. Yeah. And um, so, cancers. Uh, their major um, keywords is I feel. Nobody feels more deeper than a cancer. Nobody feels more emotional than a cancer. And so when you talk about cancer, um, we have, it's the second projection of our personality, who we are. The first projection is an Aries. It's all instinctive. It's just naturally who I present myself to be uh, to the world. 
Well, for cancer, this is the constructed personality. And it's constructed by way of you imagining your own self-image. You know, we cannot do anything if we don't imagine ourselves being that. We cannot attract anything. We cannot have anything uh, unless we can see ourselves being, doing, and having. So it's very important to have a good, strong self-image. And the way to start with a good, strong self-image, obviously, is a good emotional security, stability, uh, a home, the internal home, the external home, which is what cancer represents. Um, so I like to start out with the symbolism of cancer, you know, um, this is where astrologers see the entry point of the soul. Okay. So that makes it pretty daggone important. If the soul enters in the area of cancer, then it's a spiritual sign that's not thought of like that. So, um, but the Egyptians, um, the symbol was the scarab beetle, which was the sacred totem referring to the soul. And so uh, they began their year on the sign of cancer. So the year begins in the summer with the Egyptians. Now with the Greeks, they use it as tortoise and the crab. And of course, most people know um, cancer as being the crab. Well, there's a hard shell and a soft shell to a, to a cancer. And... Um, a crab, if you just look at the characteristics of a crab, they love to go out. They love to know their surroundings. They love to search out and seek. But at the first sign of danger, they run back to their shell and hibernate and get cover. That's very, that's very cancer. Okay. Yeah. So there's a big, you know, there's an explore, exploratory uh, personality with cancers. They like to know their surroundings, their environment. So when we look at cancer, it's ruled by the moon. We know the moon rules the tides. We know the moon has a heck of a lot of influence on our uh, earthly environment. And when we think of the tides, we, you think of the, the ebb and the flow of the tides coming in, going out. And this is very indicative of how cancers work. The emotions move in, move out, and flow. Uh, so with being the sign of the home, both the inner home and the outer home, uh, as the family and the mother principle. One thing to remember about uh, the moon uh, as we go deeper into this is that the moon is the memory of all experience. So when we're acting out emotionally, we're acting out from all the collective experiences that we've ever had. So this is why we have, uh, we prejudice the moment by using yesterday's experiences to define the present now, which is not a good, not a good thing. We're forever trying to get rid of the past, because the past uh, is represented by repression, suppression, hurts, pains, things we didn't deal with back then. So this is where the emotions well up in cancer. So cancer represents the feminine principle. This is actually the merger point for the masculine ego and the feminine divine mother. So at this merging, uh, we, what we're doing is we're trying to bring the conscious and the unconscious together. So, you know, when you do all, in other words, when you're all thinking, you're thinking out of ego and the conscious mind and the programs that you've been uh, programmed with, the scripts that you follow, the language that you've been given. And so when you think of the unconscious mind, you're thinking of all the memories and the details of all experiences. And so these two have to come together so we recognize them both as equal partners. Okay. 
And this is where we let thinking, our ego, dominate our lives. So I always talk about the ego personality as dominating and overriding feelings and emotions. But we don't I mean, want if, that, right? Huh? We don't want that. That is what we naturally do. Our ego takes the driver's seat. But when the ego is driving, you're not connected spiritually. That's right. Okay. You're connected with, you're connected with the, the human condition. Right. You're connected with who you think you might be, maybe, might be, should be. Exactly. Okay. You see? Yes. And so when you get a thinking person, they're using their ego personality to drive their life. Mm -hmm. And so they cut off the feelings or make it secondary. But this is the thing. Feelings and emotions don't lie. Right. Our thinking mind lies all the time. Yeah. And so this, the, uh, the need is to begin listening to the feelings, which is then the psychic impressions, the intuitive impressions. And this is why cancer is, has tremendous psychic and intuitive abilities. Uh, so they, they, they're getting information from these universal forces that are trying to guide their life. The problem is, is a thinking person will override those forces. They'll override the feelings, which are true. Can and I, so, so this is one of the difficult things. Say again. Go ahead. So we become, uh, cancers are very relationship oriented. Yeah. And why would that be so necessary uh, in a evolutionary standpoint is because through relationships, we discover ourselves and discover our emotions. We discover who we are internally. We can't know ourselves internally unless it's projected externally. So relationships and because cancer has such a connection to that feminine principle, that nurturing principle, that, um, that home principle, then um, the relationships become extremely important because they help us to figure ourselves internally out. And so this is, uh, um, again, so the process of cancer is actually aligning your, your, your consciousness, your subconsciousness, which, which is a merging process. So in other words, nobody overrides anybody. The, a thinking person does not override feelings. A feeling person does not override thinking. They have to be in agreement. If they're in agreement, you're in the moment. Okay. You can you can work yourself through problems. You can work yourself through conflicts. You can work yourself because there is only one moment. So we're no longer using the prejudices of our past to define what's currently going on. And so sometimes uh, relationships um, uh, become emotionally, cancer can easily become emotionally dependent on relationships out of that, uh, that value. And so um, there, and what happens is, is um, when the, with that merging of others, the problem with that is, is that we lose personal identity. We lose that self image mm -hmm. because we're so wrapped up and carrying their emotions, carrying our emotions. I mean, cancers are psychic sponges. I mean, if you get around a room full of happy and joy, well, then you're up in happy and joy. You get around a room full of sad people, hurt people, well, then you wilt like a flower. Yeah. You just, you just take it all in. And so this is what happens with cancer, is they carry too much of everybody else's emotions. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, this is where their moodiness, their disconnection 
from who and what their own purpose is and loss of center in themselves. And this is where it's the most insecure place to be because now you're defining yourself through a relationship. Right. And you can't control another person. So this is like, this is a situation I find myself in a lot because I do find so much connection or, um, the nurturing aspect, you know, it's like very important, very fulfilling for me. And so I'm like that with all of my friends, all of my dating relationships, all my work relationships, but then it does, it becomes super um, overwhelming sometimes. And I can't really figure out what is mine. What is someone else's? What do I actually feel? What am I feeling for them? I mean, it happened to me last night to where I just, now I'm getting to this place where I'm like, okay, I need to just pause and kind of be, get quiet for like 20 minutes or something so that I can kind of navigate through those feelings because it does, the moodiness is real too. Cause I can get very irritable because I'm so overwhelmed with all the feelings all at once. So you're using it exactly perfectly right. Okay. Well, that's something See, I've learned in the what, last six months. <laughs> well, so. so what you're doing is you're withdrawing you're yeah. becoming the crab, escaping back to your safe shell of yeah. your home within yourself. And you're then using your reasoning power to evaluate your feelings, to evaluate how they are, um, in a, how you are in alignment with your thinking and feeling. Right. And then you can start, begin to separate what's everybody else's stuff versus what's your stuff. So right. it's very important that you do that disconnect instead of just holding yourself in it and getting more moody and more moody and more depressed right. and more and, and more of that ebb and flow of just being overwhelmed with all that energy. Right. And that's what I, that's what I've grown up being like. The other thing that you said that um, I had a question about was you keep mentioning like a psychic ability and just the way that feelings and emotions connect there. And there are so many times where I, I, I use the word foresight a lot. Like I just, I'm like, Oh, maybe I just have more foresight or people are living more in the moment than me. And I'm already down the road. Cause I have this like idea typically of how things are going to play out. And it's so obvious to me. Like, I'm like, if you do this, of course this is going to happen, but I'm realizing like not everyone does that or has that. And so I am a lot of times in relationships where I see someone's path or how something is going to play out before they are even aware that it's happening. Is that what you mean by like the, the psychicness? Well, yeah, but this is, this is the caveat to that. Okay. You may feel what's happening to another person. And because there's a, nurturing pull because there's that mothering pull you try to fix them of course i do which you told me i have to stop. and you try to fix them with your emotions and feelings and their thinking and now where are you at you're in the mud i'm in the mud acting like a crazy person <laughs> exactly instead of saying you know what this is where i see it's leading but it's their life Right. They they have the tools to make the correction. I don't have to correct them. Right. It's not my job to lift the burden from their shoulders. I can just be supportive. Right. Right. Okay. Those are and just so when we're looking, listeners. so when we're looking at these restless tides of cancer in the ocean, yeah, uh, we've got to uh, uh, you you got to understand you can't reason a cancer out of an emotionally disturbed moment. <laughs> Can you call all so my, once tell them that? you get emotionally <laughs> upset, <laughs> you have got to pull back. That is so smart. I need to walk around. That needs to be my disclaimer. Anytime I'm on a date. <laughs> uh, you see your, your, your work, you overwork trying to be understood. Yeah. And the only person that really needs to understand you, Kelly, is Kelly. Right. So you have to withdraw, go into your shell, take your 20 minutes, yeah. 
and come to an understanding of what you're feeling. And what's the emotion about? Because an emotion is yesterday's experience that's now empowered a feeling. And we've got to unravel what we couldn't do business with yesterday that we now need to do business with right now. And so you have to understand the most important thing for a cancer is this is the most subconscious sign of all signs. Okay. What do you mean? You're responding subconsciously, which means this is all your yesterdays are compounded Mm -hmm. into right now. And it only takes two milliseconds to respond. Mm -hmm. So you're responding quickly to that external threat, which is an emotion. It comes out as an emotion. So you're responding to what maybe might be, could be, should be, according to what you experienced when you were six years old. Right. When you were helpless. Right. Or when you couldn't do, when you couldn't process something, you just had to stay stuck. And so when it comes up now, it's, uh, it's that latent hidden drama that you're that is now being played out because you're responding so emotionally mm-hmm. from a subconscious uh, um, uh, ac- action that's really just about trying to protect you. Yeah, that's all it's trying to do, and then you're running around trying to be understood. Right. Who's going to understand that? Nobody. They can't understand it. Yeah, but you see, uh, there is no clear issues with cancer. What do you mean? Because it's in the subconscious mind. Oh, okay. So how can that be clear unless you're in a relationship and it's being reflected back to you? Yeah. And unless you... Unless you're making the correct communication of a human being is thinking, feeling, feeling, thinking. That's a that's a circle. It should be if you feel it. Well, then where am I? Where if it's an emotion, where is it coming from? If it's a thought, run it down to the feelings and saying, is there a threat going on? Okay. Is this true? And so this is how we have to uh, come into a subjective way of thinking and feeling. So um, if you're going to live in your feelings and affections, you, you, it's a good place to live, but you can't be seeking understanding and not going to do you any good. They're not going to understand it. Nobody. Oh, you're seeking understanding. You broke up a little bit. So you're, if you're seeking understanding so, from other people, I mean, this is, that may be the most freeing thing that you're saying to me, because that is what I spend so much energy trying to get from people is, and I'll over talk and I over explain and I'm constantly like, but don't you see it's this, this, this. And they're like, I don't get right. it. <laughs> Well, but they can't see because they can't feel what you feel. They can't, they can't have the experiences from your past that you have. So they're not going. Why are you going on to that? And I'm not even aware that I am. (laughs) You're trying to validate who you are through another person. So you're losing your own subjectivity you're losing yeah. yourself in another person's evaluation and definition and opinion mm-hmm. and that's doesn't lead you to nowhere right i mean who could possibly see you um uh, uh, objectively who sees you objectively what do you mean i don't understand that well, they can only see it from their perspective. They can't see it from your perspective. Right. And you're trying to get them to understand your perspective with tenacity. <laughs> you ever had a crab bite your finger? 
You have to tear its pincher off before you can make it go loose. And that's the way cancer is. Extraordinarily tenacious. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> I know I'm not. <laughs> so um, they must be, they must uh, be first with those they love. Yeah. Or they're going to be very unhappy. So you can't be in love with a narcissist. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's been interesting because <laughs> I've done uh, it times. <laughs> so when we think of what we're trying to do is become subjective, it's important for us to understand ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to integrate uh, the ego with our our the higher sense of our soul's purpose, okay. our spiritual purpose, evolutionary purpose. So the evolutionary function is to identify you who you um, connect with, which is God. Mm. That's your strength. Okay. So the answer is to spiritualize. And when you spiritualize, then your um, the the feelings are where your intuition comes through, where your psychic energy comes through, not your thinking. Mm -hmm. So when you get when you get submission, the soul now is running your life, not your ego personality running your life. So the, the objective for cancer and why it's such a sole uh, purpose is to get the ego and the personality in alignment with the soul and the soul comes through feelings. Okay. So those are the most accurate information of your life. And when you identify with yourself and trying to understand you, well, that's, you're connected to source, God. So I want to make that clear. Yeah, I want to make this clear for everybody because we're talking so much about a cancer, which I obviously relate to because I am a cancer, but everyone has cancer somewhere in some house, right? Yep. So, so this applies to every person in a different capacity. And this is why I always tell people to go get a reading to kind of understand where these kind of sensitivities or emotions or feelings would fit in their life because every person has a piece of all of the things that we're talking about. Yes. Okay. It's just like, see, I have cancer in the 11th house of friendships. Oh, Hopes, dreams, and interesting. Yeah. So I've got to balance my emotional nature Okay. With with my friends, and you know, uh, I also have another sister uh, there that sent me to this lifetime to be my own man, to be my own person. Oh, okay. So it's very difficult to try to get understanding, and when the early early part of my life, I wanted everybody to understand me. Mm -hmm. I wanted to understand my side. Yeah. And so that's how cancer works in somewhere in somebody's life. Okay. That's a good description. It's, I like that. All right. Let's keep going. Okay. So remember, feelings are immediate. Okay. There's moment to moment. You're Wait. always feeling. Yes. Okay. Emotions are reactions to feelings that come from the programming of the past. Okay. Okay. This is where conflict happens. So cancer is always trying to seek security, mm -hmm. safety. Mm -hmm. Well, the only secure place is identification with source, mm -hmm. not an external source, mm -hmm. <laughs> a vertical source, God. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no external security, um, there's no security external of ourselves. Uh, we need to protect our own self-image, who we see ourselves to be, and 
we have to realize that emotions block intuitions. So I'm going to have to get you to dissect this because I, I still sometimes get confused in the differences between feelings and emotions, you know, and sometimes I think I've heard it said that feelings like feelings pass in 15 minutes or something. So sometimes like that's another thing I'm talking to myself about is just to let the feeling wash over me because if I tried to tap into every single feeling that I have, <laughs> it would, it's exhaust, you know, it's too much. And so sometimes it's like you let it wash and then either the moment passes or it is something that you need to address in life in a relationship, whatever. But now you're talking you're, about, you're not addressing feelings. So that's what I'm saying. So then you, you just define if they become an emotion or the different. Well, when something is triggered in the subconscious mind, yeah, that what you're feeling has now become some sort of threat. Okay. That becomes an emotion. Okay. When is it? So you're not you're not processing feelings. You're processing emotions. You're processing emotions. How do you in your day to day like differentiate between the two? Well, feeling is moment to moment. Okay. That you're just simply feeling. So that's why they would say pause. And if it passes, that's just a feeling. And it's, well, it's, it's, it's going to pass because every, every moment is new. Okay. So when you, when you see something that makes you feel good, you get a warm, fuzzy feeling. Mm -hmm. When you feel a little um, uh, um, hummingbird, you get a fuzzy feeling. Mm -hmm. When you see something in nature, you feel it. And yeah. then you keep moving on. When you, when you open the door to your house and go in and have the smells and the senses that make you feel secure or warm and, and home, that's a feeling. Okay. Now, none of those are threats. Right. But the moment that you get emotional from a phone call that somebody is disagreeing or they're saying something about you or talking about you, that now doesn't feel good, so it becomes an emotion. Okay. And now the subconscious mind wants to uh, attack that threat through fight, flight, or freeze. Yes. I'm okay. So then you've got to uh, then you've got to say to yourself, now, why is this person talking about me? make any difference in my life? Mm -hmm. What What is the threat of this person saying things about me that aren't true? You see how that expands the emotion? Yes. And it's because somewhere in your life that has caused you pain. Mm -hmm. And that pain is now being brought to bear in this moment on this phone call that you're hearing somebody talking to you. Right. Right. And so you have to go into yourself and spiritually we know if somebody is talking about you, it's about their pain. It ain't about you. Yeah. Have you ever heard that saying? And it's like, if someone doesn't like you or if someone was talking about about you, like it's none of your business. That's on them. Right. I've exactly. had a lot of experience with that one. I feel good on that level. <laughs> yeah, there's no, I mean, it's not a threat. Yeah. And so what we're learning to do is balance thinking and emotions. Yeah. Nobody can do that better than a cancer because so cancers are always feeling and they're always bringing up old emotional patterns that now need to be extinguished. Mm. So that you can now operate freely in your authentic self. So why would an emotion block our intuition? Because it's carries so much energy. Okay. When you get emotional, you get explosive, don't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> when you get a, when you get upset, Kelly, do I want to be around? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I call it my Cajun, but maybe I should start calling it my cancer. <laughs> It's, yeah, you want to be around for that. She's sassy. Exactly. 
So, and I mean, all water signs are like that. Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. When they get upset, you don't want to be in the same room. I'm Cancer and Pisces. Because they're, they're exploding energy. Energy is going everywhere. Yeah. I hold it in until then I can't. And it's like. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so we have to learn the lessons of controlling the emotions, our um, how we uh, control them, um, our desires, our reactions, moods, and how we indulge and consume life without hurting ourselves. Because emotions are only hurting you. Mm. Anger is only hurting you. God, that's so true. Resentment, all of that. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. And so the lessons of thinking is learning how to control the directions of your thinking. Mm -hmm. See, if you're aligned with spirit, then you're, you can control through universal principles and truths, the thinking, the evaluating, so that you can assage your own emotionals, your own emotional and feelings. Mm -hmm. If somebody doesn't like me, it's none of my business. Right. It's their problem if they're angry at you. It's their pain. Ooh, so you see how fun. you can disperse. You disperse. Yes. Your, your crazy making in your head. Yes. With the emotions that you're feeling in your gut by aligning with spirit. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when you realize that no human being has direct influence or non-direct influence on your life, your plan, and your evolution. No human being can block you from what is divinely yours. And that's where we get into trying to control and manipulate. Right. If we just realize they have no control of my success or failure. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And that also goes back to 
getting validation, everything externally. Like if you're getting it internally and you're connected to source, I think you're very clear on no person, no relationship, no work dynamic, no nothing is going to get in the way of your purpose, your reasoning for being here or your peace, to be honest. Right. Yeah. And the more you align with spirit. Yeah. Well, then the more you are alignment with your being guided towards with your soul and using your plan. Mm -hmm. So you ultimately are going to, as you clear out the emotions, you begin to live in the moment. Yeah. And now you can have the feelings of life and understand reality from your truth, your divine self. How does it feel? It don't feel good. Well, it must not be true for me. Right. It can be true for you, but it doesn't have to be true for me. Right. See, it takes away polarity. Okay. Because that's why you cancer is to learn to be subjective. Mm. This I often tell people, hey, this is your world. I just live in it. Well, that's true. Because I want them to feel it's their world. I, right. It's not my world. I'm trying to help them figure out their world. Right. Because they have the tools, the power, and the ability to do so. Yeah. So we have to understand, and the last thing with cancer is sentimentality. It's when what? you become sentimental. Oh, oh yes. This is so When true. you become sentimental, you're using the past and mm -hmm. that creates an attitude, a thought, and a judgment that's been brought up by the feeling. Okay. Mm -hmm. So sentimentality is no good. Okay. You're sentimental. Oh, isn't that so sweet? That's true. <laughs> So the sentimentality brings up the past yeah. because you want it to be consistent so you can feel secure. Yeah. Because if you're not secure, you're going to explode on something. Yeah. Okay. So that's the point. And, this, and, and the wonderful thing about this is this is coyote on the southern um, um, wing of the um, – medicine wheel, yeah. which I can't, you, you see, we trick ourselves. We go through all these follies, just like Wiley e. Coyote trying to catch the road runner over and over and over sabotaging themselves. And what do emotions do over and over and over? We sabotage ourselves with them. Mm -hmm. We keep going through the same thing. And so we have to learn how to become subjective, how to come into alignment with spirit. And that's how the soul becomes more dominant in your life. And that's the only truth. And the soul, as we learn from the angel of victory and triumph, God works only in the present. What? God works only in the present. I mean, I heard you. I'm just processed. <laughs> what does that well, mean? <laughs> <laughs> your needs, your wishes, and your dreams are the experience of the past. Mm. Or the future? Or, or dreaming of what may be. Right. Don't you think the soul and God have could possibly bring you something better than you could ever imagine? Yeah. And if you imagine it, don't you think the soul is in charge of that imagination? Mm. Yeah. So if God only works in the present, you're only getting information in the present. It would behoove you to stay in the present moment out of emotions, diffuse the emotions, Recognize your opportunity to grow from whatever um, whatever experiences that you have that bring up old emotions. Okay. 
it's this is an opportunity. Yeah. So all problems and solutions are in the now. That's the angel of victory and triumph. So when you want to accomplish something and cancers, they're the best money makers. Cancer? I've been saying for years and years and years, they're the best business people in the Zodiac wow. because they can attract abundance like nobody's business. Yeah. Because they have that psychic internal power. And when they get their imagination in alignment with that power, with that information from the soul, well, you can't be stopped. Mm. And so what that angel teaches is the energy of tenacity. If you need more money, then you just simply say, my abundance is coming to me. Mm -hmm. If you have a relationship problems, you say this relationship is healed. Mm. If you, you are not healthy, you say my is being stored. So you see, when people talk to angels, they go in and they make requests. Well, angels are not for requesting. Angels are for doing yeah. in the moment. And so... That's why it's so important to live moment to moment, breath to breath, and process life as it comes. Okay. And then you have the uh, other angel is one of creative wisdom. And when the energy of wisdom flows from the divine consciousness, it, now you're listening to the soul self, your higher self. And it flows into the subjective subconscious and the objective conscious mind. Mm -hmm. So now you're in total alignment with source. So you're getting, you're getting information that's being sent to the both of you mentally and your feelings. Mm -hmm. And so you can recognize sudden truths and insights that's coming out of the soul. That's coming from spirit. Let's talk about this new moon then, since we've described so much of the cancer energy and all of the dynamics that come with that. What can people be looking for this next weekend with this new moon coming in? Well, this is a very interesting new moon. Uh, it's got a lot of uh, a lot of power in it. Okay. Um, uh, one of the things is um, there's a lot of force of will and determination to achieving goals, and they encompass ruthless pursuit of goals. Okay. So, I mean, you can just. Um, trying to accumulate power to you can make things be the way you want them to be. So we've got to all be watching out for power plays in ourselves and from others. Okay. Uh, how we're dominating others or how we're being dominated. Um, we've, got to, we've got to discover the feeling of oppression of others. Ooh, um, about that. The way that we're trying to control others? To yep. Okay. That's and how they're trying to control us. Right. Um, and then we've got a uh, the Venus-Mars conjunction that happens on the 13th in just a few days. Talk yeah. a little bit about that. This is creating new relationship patterns to help us grow beyond old values and insecurities. Mm. I like so that. if you don't if you don't come to terms with those well then you bring them into the next cycle which is two years mm -hmm. um we have a great opposition to that so relationships are not going to respond in our expected way okay there's a demand for change in our relationship patterns there's a lot of rebellion against the status quo. Mm. 
So we all get into a relationship expecting it to stay the same or be secure or change. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't work out very well because we're human. Right. What do you mean? Give me some more detail about that. Like it doesn't work out very well because we're hum human, meaning it brings what? Well, there's an old, there's old kind of a silly joke, but it's, uh, it's very true. Women marry men thinking they can change them. Men marry women thinking they won't change. Right. <laughs> 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 Neither one of those are true. Nope. <laughs> we evolve, we grow. There's a change in our hearts and our feelings. You see, when we become supportive and objectified of somebody else living their life on their terms the way they are, well, then we've got to decide whether we enjoy their processes, their evolution. And then we can say, oh, I like to spend a lot of time with them because I enjoy how they go through life. Right. Instead of trying to say, hey, don't do that because that, you know, affects exactly. me. Yeah. Right. So we've got to break free from past relationship experiences. Yeah. And we got a lot of energy that's breaking it up. That's doing just that. We, I mean, the, there's a crumbling of norms of the past and the status quo. Yeah. So you see what happens with expectations? Resentment. Expectations always, always result in unborn resentment. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to let go of expectations. We got to let go of our needs, desires, and dreams. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. You either love it for what it is or move on. Yeah. And love yourself as God loves you because you are a unique expression of God. Why should you love yourself any less than that? Mm -hmm. That's the point. The full moon. Um, we'll have a little bit of a Scorpio feel. Okay. Which means there's going to be a little bit of a hidden agenda to everything. So you can only feel those when they come up. And then if they bring up an emotion, you need to process them. Okay. Are those their issues or did I have motivation and tension here? See, that's the way I always caveat somebody, uh, my, my wife saying something to me or accusing me of something. Did I have any motivation or intention in that? And if I had an inkling of motivation or intention, well, then it's mine to process. Mm -hmm. Why did I do that? What's motivating me? What's driving me out of my past? What's this emotion about? Yeah. See, this is taking responsibility for oneself. And nobody has, nobody has the power to do that better than a cancer. And that's what they have to move towards. Well, I agree. You with don't that. need anybody to understand you. Yeah. Also, I think it's interesting to think about because the way you just described that was do I asking yourself the question, do I have any motivations or intentions? And what I've learned in life is that not everyone is that one self-aware nor willing to look at that stuff. Like a lot of humans that I've encountered in my life seem more content to just be like, oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. what I don't care. You know, like, but maybe they're not growing and evolving in the capacity that say I would want someone who I'm in a relationship to be growing and evolving. Well, I think that we just have to, um, you know, I, I'm big on not forming opinions and positions. Okay. Because you can only form them out of the prejudice of your past. Okay. See the point? Yeah. And so this new moon is going to be about displaying confident and poise in awkward and social situations. Okay. It's about achieving popularity even while one breaks the mold, hmm. knowing that knowing what people say behind one's back 
but winning them over with charm and savvy. Isn't that a good way to think about it? It's a great way. You don't have to like me, but I'm going to win you over to where you <laughs> like me anyway. <laughs> I like that. And in the full moon on the uh, 24th, we do need to do what I said, learn to love ourselves as one is loved by God before we can accept the love of others. Mm. Seeing where things need to be headed. Yeah. So that's the full okay. moon at the end of the month. So that's the full of, moon. I feel like this new moon is sort of teeing us up for that full moon situation. It seems like a little bit of the same dynamic of learning to love yourself without the need for external validation. Then also just looking into your motivations, uh, the power struggles you mentioned between people, maybe what you're trying to force onto other people. I think those are really good awarenesses to think about. It sounds like. Well, and we got to watch them because look, we can all go through emotional explosions. Who amongst us doesn't have an emotion? Right. Right. I don't know that many saints walking on earth. Yeah. But it's like St. Germain said, it's pretty difficult down here. Mm -hmm. Even a saint could set something in motion, mm -hmm. energy in motion that wouldn't be good, right. that there would be karma to do. So you see, all we're doing is confronting and trying to become unified as a soul-guided spiritual being. You know, too many metaphysicians come in and try to say, well, I'm doing all the spiritual things. Why isn't my life easy? Because this is a human life. You're a spiritual being already, but you got to process as a whole spiritual being. Yeah. And so you have, that takes work, takes years. And so that's, that's what you're doing as cancer and that's the opportunity that cancer is giving you is to recognize those feelings and emotions and dissolve them for yourself. Okay. Cause nobody will understand you. Yeah. Except your favorite astrologer. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Okay, we're running out of time, Mark. So let's get to the breakdowns for each sign because I know people love this part when you give them a little insight into what this. A little is. snippet, huh? Just a little. Well, snippet. we we know that cancers are going to have a good month. They're going to be feeling good about themselves. They should go out and uh, shop, do some uh, uh, what, what my wife calls retail therapy. <laughs> With my arm, why don't you? <laughs> and so. Uh, feeling good about the self will be a big deal for cancer this month. For Gemini's, um, they're going to notice the emotions around their possessions and values more. Okay. For Taurus's, uh, they're going to be communicating much more from feelings and emotions than typically. Okay. For Aries, it's time to relax, let go. Pull into the cancer shell. Get some privacy. Enjoy the home. For Pisces, letting others know how they really feel. <laughs> Just unload. And for Aquarius, putting emotions second to the immediate needs. Okay. And for Capricorn, um, Internalize the connection between partnerships. Hmm. Internalize connections with partnerships. Okay. I feel I have great love for you, Kelly. Oh, this is a big one for a Capricorn then, right? Yeah, because they're all in their head. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. For Sagittarius, experience <laughs> emotional psychology of beliefs. What do you mean? 
Why do they believe what they believe? What's the psychology behind what they believe? I actually love that for a Sagittarius because they're so go, 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 fun, fun, fun. What's the yeah, next? Well, thing? they never stop to think about why they think what they think and believe what they believe. Exactly. Because and because, I mean, this is a uh, this is an argumentator, opinionated individual. Uh, I mean, if you tell them that their belief is wrong, well, then they can get really emotional about it this month because they've got to evaluate why they believe what they believe. Where yeah. are they coming up with this? Okay, I love that. For Scorpio, the mental emotional need to kind of get away from the grind. Mm. You know, uh, there's a lot of truth here, but the point is, is truth is only good when you can share it with people that can get an understanding. Mm -hmm. And if they can't understand, well, then you're not going to beat the hell out of them to understand. Right. So sometimes you have to step back into that crab shell, nurture yourself, get in alignment, go vertical, and just realize it's not important. It's only important that you stay connected and in alignment. And for Libra, okay. And for Libra, people. People will notice their emotional nature much more when they're dealing with people because it's relationships. Yeah. So relationships are going to be exposing some of their emotional nature. Okay. And bringing up some deep emotional feelings inside of them. And for Virgo, um, feelings, friendships could start taking on that protective and supportive of their emotional needs because that's that 11th house of friends. So there's an emotional need this month uh, for connections with friends because friends are like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And so they just need to absorb that understanding amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. And for Leo, uh, they need to um, withdraw and keep their emotions and stay grounded. Oh, okay. They don't, in other words, Leo's try to have a lot less drama than normal. <laughs> <laughs> Go vertical, be in alignment, and just settle with yourself because you're, uh, you know, this is your 12th house. This is your place of undoing. So when Leos get emotional, this is not a good thing. Right. It's sabotage, self-sabotage. Okay. Wow. Well, it sounds like a lot of introspection and also staying in touch with yourself for everybody. Exactly. This is a great time to be subjective yes. and love yourself. You see, so many people feel like they need to be objective about them, about others yeah. And they need to be objective about themselves. Yeah. Forgive yourself. Love yourself. Yeah. And then you learning discrimination. Who do I want to participate? Who I don't want to participate. Right. There exactly. you go. Discernment, yeah. discrimination, two vital keys to understanding life. Okay. And people. Well, if you guys want the um, bigger breakdown that Marvin and I do, you know, kind of prior, he sends me an outline. If you guys want that, they can find that where, Marv? On my website, astromarv.com in the blog. Okay. And we actually talked about this a little bit before you and I started recording, but you do these medicine wheel breakdowns that I think people who are more intensely into astrology would really appreciate. You'll also put that on the blog, right? Yes. Okay. Because cancer is ruled by woodpecker and rabbit. And some people are going to be like, what? What is that? <laughs> 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 well, I got to pique their interest. <laughs> exactly. And the breakdowns really do make it a lot more clear. So all of that is on astromarv.com. If people want to see you for a session or for their own reading, they reach out to you at? Marv, uh, Marvin at astromarv.com. Okay. They can come in person. We can do Zoom sessions. And um, 
You make Marvin happy. <laughs> I'll put all this information in the description of this podcast. Marv, thank you so much. I'm so excited to have this cancer month. I'm just feeling it. I'm feeling good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have a greater wish for you, Miss Callie. Oh, thanks, Marv. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, where we believe everyone has a little velvet and a little edge. Subscribe for more conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. Search Velvet's Edge wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.